coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio. It's Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by IDS, an award-winning digital marketing agency that delivers integrated marketing solutions for franchisers, franchisees, and franchise development teams. Learn why over 75 brands depend on IDS's team of dedicated marketers and client service professionals to deliver a strong ROI on their marketing investment. Go to IDSFranchiseMarketing.com for a complimentary digital audit and consultation. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Franchise Marketing Radio. I'm your host, Rob Ganley. And we're the show where we share incredible stories behind successful franchise brands. And today is no different. I have with me today, Berlin Langang. He's the Chief Development Officer at Generator Supercenter Franchising. And I got to tell you, this is a very interesting business model. And I'm really dying to learn about it. I feel like it's it's a very cool place to be in the world today when we talk about power. So I want to dive in here in a minute. But with over 20 years of experience, in franchising, Glenn has played a vital role in the growth and development at Generator Supercenter. It's a brand that specializes in providing reliable home power generators. And under Glenn's leadership, Generator Supercenter has achieved remarkable success. And we're happy to have him on the show today to learn more about his journey, his strategies, and his vision for the future. So without further ado, Glenn, thanks for being patient. Welcome to the show. Rob, thank you for having me. It's an absolute honor to be with you today. That's great. It's great. Now, I really meant what I said, too. I want to dive into the model. It seems really innovative. Clearly, it's working well, but I don't know as much. So I'd love, I can't wait to learn more. Um, but tell us a little bit about you. Like, how did you wind up with the brand? I know you've got quite a background. Tell us a little bit about the, how you landed in this position. I know you probably didn't land there, but like how it developed and, yeah. and where, where things are going for you. You know, it's an interesting story. So right out of college, I was in commodities and was doing well. And uh, my wife and I have already always had a a bit of an entrepreneurial spirit and always had the utmost respect for people that are willing to take a risk and put themselves out there to better themselves. Those people just always have been drawn to them. And so what we did was we decided to to produce another revenue stream for our family. And we decided to uh, start a restaurant through a franchise. So we were, I was a franchisee before I was on the franchisor side. Uh, and it was a, you know, I, I, my wife nor myself had no experience working in the restaurant industry. And so what we did was we just followed the process, followed the system and Rob, it, it worked out well for us. You know, we bought and sold it, made a little bit of money. But from that moment on, I became enamored with franchising because I said, if you can teach me how to run a restaurant without any experience, everything is reproducible in my mind. And so, uh, you know, I've had the opportunity to work with uh, some very respected brands in the industry uh, learned a lot on the franchisor side and uh, wound up here, okay, uh, at Generator Supercenter uh, about two and a half years ago. And man, Rob, I got to tell you, could not be more excited about the future and uh, the things that we've done, but more excited about the things that we're going to do. So, yeah, now I know power is a big thing, right? It's, it's, the, it's about the environment, it's about how we source it. 
There's a lot of innovative technology coming. There's a lot of need. Uh, the, the demand won't stop. Um, so really brilliant model. I, I do want to comment on on your comment about franchising. Yeah, I, I love when guys like you. So there's a lot to be said about your brand because you've you've experienced a lot about brands and you know what to look for. Um, so you're there. And that says a lot about the brand you're with. Um, so tell, tell me a little more about the brand. Tell me about Generator Supercenter, the value proposition, sort of uh, the 32nd elevator pitch. Like what is the core deal there? What's the value proposition for the consumer? Yeah, so we have five revenue streams. Uh, the 32nd high, high level is this. We have five revenue streams. We uh, sell the generator. We install the generator. We're complete turnkey, okay? And then we monitor, maintain, and do the warranty work for the generators. I would say the real gold, G-O-L-D of our business, is the recurring revenue, okay? So we have, uh, again, we just started franchising five years ago, okay? And you're well aware of this, uh, but but a lot of people may not be. Uh, you know, it's very difficult for a franchisor to get to 100 units. Most never get there. And, you know, we've been fortunate enough uh, because of our model, because of some of the circumstances, because of some good fortune, good luck, whatever you want to say, uh, we've been fortunate enough to hit that within our first five years and we're very excited but the fact of the matter is there is only there's less than a four percent saturation rate in terms of whole home generators in america today oh, yes so tell me real quick i don't mean to interrupt but that because this is an important point so clearly not a lot of penetration into the marketplace What's driving the other 96%? Like, what is, why is that play? Why isn't it? Why is it so new? Because yeah. this is part of it too. You guys are tapping into something innovative, something new um, that's that's to pump too. Like the demand is going to really increase. So tell me more about the 96%. Correct. <laughs> yeah. And so, so although we love the 4% or so that have jumped in because we get to service and monitor and maintain and yeah. do the warranty work. The, the fact of the matter is when we look at America and we see 96% of people, these are the folks that we know, and we certainly are spending the money to do this, and our partners are as well, that we have to educate, okay? And that's why we have a showroom model in our brand, okay? People say, well, why can't I just do this from a warehouse or whatever the case may be? Here's why. When we have less than a 4% saturation rate, and the clientele that we're dealing with, a lot of them are older folks, okay? They may have a health issue, whatever the case may be. Some of them have small families. Maybe the, the child has a health issue. We have more people today working from home than ever in our history. So people just don't want to be bothered or sidelined. They want to control their power. And thankfully, we allow them to do that. But we do recognize that it is an education. So we have these showrooms where, again, we want people to come in and feel comfortable, come in, older folks or uh, the older generation or folks with kids, come in, feel comfortable and allow us to educate you. And then we'll come to your house and uh, give you an in-home consultation. So the the generators right now, the way they work, is it is it powered by diesel or I'm, I'm sorry, uh, fossil fuel kind of deal or is it batteries? What what is how do these generators work? Yes, yeah, so you can generally it's natural gas or propane. 
Okay. Okay. There are some that can use diesel as well, but primarily the ones we focus on with the whole home generators are the natural gas or propane. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So is 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 so I know with power. Well, so let's talk about the drivers in the market real quick. I just want to go back to that. So yeah, like a lot more people work from home. A lot more people need connectivity that can't go down from home. Uh, so that's a big factor. The senior market. Uh, I work with some senior brands, uh, speaking of franchises, but clearly, you know, if you have, like my parents are in their 80s, we have an aging population. Um, having having a, a generator is probably something that's a safety issue in some ways um, as well. Absolutely. So you've got that market, you've got the home people working from home. What's the drivers like that, that says, man, no one's using these. If we educate them, almost everybody would want one. Like, like there's drivers to this. Uh, and, and, one follow-up to that, is the battery market, because I know batteries are improving the power of them, the longevity of them. Are you looking at models where maybe that would be, I'm just curious about that one. Yeah. Um, just because of the cars and everything else, there'll be a lot more going on with batteries. Um, how yeah. does that play into your world, like, so to speak? Yeah. All right. So I will, uh, I'll let you in and all of your listeners in on a, a little bit of a soundbite here, if you will. You asked an interesting question, so good for you, Rob. I'll give you an interesting answer. Um, yeah, battery backup. It is something that is continuously improving. Uh, it is something that we will unquestionably uh, be a part of in this market. Okay. Um, I would say this in terms of battery, in terms of really the clean energy sector. Okay. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would say it's, and I want to give credit to Derek Gatsky for this because this is really his <laughs> soundbite. He really runs the deal when it comes to clean energy, okay? But uh, he says this Derek Gatsky, coming soon from Generator Supercenter is our clean energy division, which will incorporate items including panels, inverters, racking, and battery storage. In addition, we will have opportunities to accelerate your business with third-party partners providing leads, financing, and SPAs. Stay tuned for more information. That's all I can share at the moment. Oh, that's a good. That's a strong statement. That's a we're we're business people, and we're waiting for the timing to be right. But I I just me I think it I think it it becomes a thing where what I'm really thinking of is it enables rapid growth. Like it, you know, you guys are poised to make having a generator part of every house like sure. you need you need one right um and you're at four percent so like even if you get to 30 percent, it's massive right cool. so but anyway i think that'll play into it obviously that is what it is and you know but um let me pull just your mind like here for a second can we dream just for a moment yeah yeah all right you're in okay good i i guess fortunately am not old enough to remember when everyone did not have an ac unit but I do recall uh, in having conversations with my grandparents and doing a little bit of reading on our history that at, uh, during uh, our uh, there's a lot of times in American history, excuse me, that we did not have AC. AC was considered a luxury. Now, I, I mean, you'd be hard pressed to find a house without electricity, certainly in the South. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I want to dream a little bit because maybe perhaps we are looking at the same thing in terms of generators. Okay. And let me say, you say, well, that's just some sales tactic. That's just some pie in the sky stuff. Well, first of all, I don't really sell anything, quite frankly. I'm just talking about things and walking people through a process and seeing if it's a good fit for them and a good fit for us. But here's the reality. The reason why we can say this with a little bit of confidence, we don't know if it's going to happen or not, is because the amount of huge builders in America today that build all over the country that are coming to us and desiring to put whole home generators on a house before anyone has even purchased it. Okay, so that is absolutely happening now. So much so, I mean, we talk about, <laughs> I just get excited because it's almost another revenue stream for us. We just, we started a division six months ago uh, that's called our builders division. And, you know, we didn't really know. We said, maybe there's something here, maybe not. And, uh, you know, just want to give a lot of credit to Cody, uh, Wenty and Rodney Fouget for spearheading that. And uh, we're beta testing it in Nashville now with one of our partners there, Kerry Green, who is fantastic, and just doing a superb job. And also in Utah with Reed Leland, uh, we're starting to get involved with that builder program, which I'm excited about. That's amazing. So the five revenue streams, let's break that down because I know you mentioned it earlier. Uh, I think it's probably a major differentiator for the brand, at least from the side where you might be looking at it from a business side. Uh, tell me about the, the revenue streams. How does that work? Yeah. So, so I guess the first thing in terms of the revenue streams is we truly desire to build a customer for life. B-U-I-L-D. <laughs> and I, I got an acronym. I love it. You, yeah. and as you I don't forget acronyms. But the fact is, not only do we build B-U-I-L-D, we get to B-I-L-L, the customer, for life as well. And here's what I mean by that. Because we monitor we're, we're completely turnkey. Okay. So let's go back to your question. So we educate the client. Okay. We, we will sell them the generator. Of course, we will install it. We do all of the, uh, pull the permitting and so forth. We're completely turnkey. Okay. So there's the sale of the equipment, installation of the equipment, which obviously are revenue generators. Then we have something. And actually I, I'm so ecstatic to be working for a company that has innovation okay that has people that think outside of the box we have a leader matthew metcalf that um is truly one of the most uh, i guess i can say this he's one of the best leaders i've ever followed and i've followed a lot of great leaders um but this man is just completely driven uh it is clearly we are all following his vision it's an honor to follow his vision. He's rarely satisfied. He gives us all the tools we need to win. And he's constantly thinking about how we can move this business forward. Uh, it's kind of cool because we have a, a unique culture here. Uh, we have about 200 or so employees at our corporate headquarters. And I know people probably say this, Rob, and, and I hope they mean it, that they get to go to work at a place where they consider, uh, you know, the, the folks that they work with family. Our culture Absolutely. here at Generator Supercenter is something that is so incredibly unique. Um, 
and, and you know, that's attributed to the leadership, Matthew Metcalf, Steve Cruz, all the incredible people that work here. You know, I've just never been, well, I shouldn't say that. I, 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 I'm just, I'm motivated every day I get to come in here because I get to work with people that truly want to see our partners and see a community that we're in thrive. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. And honestly, you see that a lot in the franchise industry, right? I mean, it, the opportunity to be around great people, the opportunity to be mentored a lot. It, it's yeah. a, the, the, the nature of franchising is there's a lot more access to smart people that are doing what you want to do, assuming yes. that's what you want to be involved it's in. It's so true. But, like you can't talk like just talking to another franchisee is like you know if you're running a business and you're like let me go find another guy that does what i do that's not easy to get done especially if they're any good and they they wouldn't know what you're doing they're doing something totally different like to be able to call a franchisee that really understands your world and, and is did it five extra years that just again it doesn't exist anywhere else and that's why there's success in franchising so i get your passion so tell me a little i'm a tech guy so Tell me a little bit about um, franchisees. Um, they they get started in your business. Tell, tell walk me through the launch process, like just briefly, and yeah. then like what goes into supporting that, yeah. and then uh, ongoing, like how do you get these guys successful their first year and 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 on onward? Like what are the training and support, and and, and where does technology maybe help with that? Sure. So. Uh... When we we have an imaginary baton here where we hand it off from de the development team to operations team when someone signs. And we just, uh, this is a, a, such a great, nobody really asks about onboarding that much, but it's mm -hmm. such an important part of what we do. You know, it's, it's great when we award a franchise, but at the end of the day, we got to get the things opened, right? And so... Uh, I'm happy to say that, uh, and it wasn't me that recognized this, someone else smarter than me did, but we just brought in a gentleman by the name of Ken Devine that's been in the franchise industry, and he's going to handle all of, our, all of our onboarding now to walk people through each step in the process. But quickly, we have, a, we have about a 48-step process when someone signs. Uh, we utilize FranConnect. Uh, they, everything on there is completely set out from the day that they sign to, to everything that they need to do until the day they open, right? It's all there. Everything's there. There's a clear roadmap to get open. And then what we do is, um, you know, not only obviously that we sell and install, but we can monitor what's called orphan gens. So those are generators that may have been installed by you know, an AC company or an electrical company or somebody, maybe somebody just purchased a generator and mm -hmm. did it, did it, a you know, a do it yourself project, which I would not recommend, but, uh, <laughs> but we can monitor those generators as well. So a lot of, to give you an idea, we, we charge here in Houston, $39 a month to monitor uh, that way. If there is something wrong with the generator, we can get ahead of it and fix it before the storm comes. Right. Yeah. You're spending a lot of money on these machines. And by the way, we were the first people talking about innovation. We were, you know, we're in Houston, a Tomball to be exact. And oil and gas. It's hot there. Oh, is it hot? Come on, Jesus. Oh, is it hot? Good Lord. Uh, they could anyway, just take the humidity out, right? Yeah, well, that would be great. Uh, 
But you know, it feels pretty good here. This past weekend, it was like 75. Amazing. Yeah, there's yeah. not as much humidity. Yeah, it's just a That's little right. more comfortable. So, but anyway, uh, you know, talking about Matthew and Steve Cruz and the guys, about eight to 10 years ago, they they got with an oil and gas company to figure out how we can monitor these things. And I want you to know this, the heart behind our company and the heart behind our leadership is the reason why we looked into investing the money into this and the guys did is because they were so frustrated because the customers were not happy, right? They invested, you know, $12,000, $15,000 on a whole home generator. But we got to remember, this is a piece of equipment, right? And so, you know, a storm would come, you know, back in the day, a decade ago, whatever the case may be. And, you know, people would call and would be upset because the power went out and their generator did not start. Well, the guys, that's just unacceptable to them, right? I mean, we wanted to figure out a way that we, even though uh, we know that this happens, we wanted to be proactive in trying to address it. And so, uh, yeah, we were the first to market with that. And now there have been other models that are, have been an improvement, which we've adopted. And uh, now Generac does it and other folks do it. By the way, Generac, what a great partner. Amazing. Yeah, I think I saw that. You, yeah. you guys, are they your main main manufacturer, main partner? In, in, yeah. Correct. They're based in America. Uh, they are outstanding to work with. And they're, uh, you know, they're certainly doing some work, Rob. I know you like this on the battery side. Oh, no, because it's just, there's kind of nothing to eat. <laughs> so. But I mean, it's, uh, I just think about the cars. I just know the whole car population is going to start to change. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But it's got to be more convenient. You want to go deeper? Sure. We can talk about it. Think about this. I I happen to drive a Tesla. Okay. So EV car. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't want you to think I am some type of uh, person that understands the intricacies of um computers or anything like that because i don't know i do not i just thought the tesla was really a cool car so i got it okay Uh, tomorrow our guys here are installing uh a juice box in my garage okay so we'll film that that'll be cool but here's where i want to go deeper there are more and more people that are getting into this electrical vehicle, you know, whether it's Tesla or, or I mean, ev- almost every major manufacturer is into that space now. Heck, our government, right, <laughs> is making an incredible push. You know, I don't remember all the details, but I remember, um, you know, I believe we wanted to have every government vehicle electric by a certain 2030 or whatever the case may be. Well, here's the problem, Rob. I, I know where you're going now. You know where I'm, I'm going, right? I get home from the office at 5.30, 6.30, whatever time I get home. Guess what? Pull into my garage, I'm going to plug in my thing. Well, all of my friends in my area, they're all getting home at about the same time. It gets back to our infrastructure. We cannot handle the extra load. I was thinking, you know what else I was thinking? Um, I was thinking what happens when the power goes out? It's not just your house. It's the car too now. Everybody's going to need, you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, but, but that too, like I didn't that think is, that. You're right. That the yeah. issue of everybody needing to charge their cars eventually, or a lot of people. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Certainly. Well, there you go. So if anyone was wondering about the demand, there you go. There'll be more demand. So um, 
tell me a little bit about the franchisees. So I know you probably know quite a few of them very well. And uh, I know how that is. It becomes, like you said, you become family. Uh, you're rooting for them. You love seeing success. Everybody wins. Um, and it's exciting. And it's, it's, it's like you said earlier with the restaurant. It's a big deal uh, for people. Uh, a lot of times it's their first business. Tell me some stories. Pick one that might kind of come to your mind that was like a success story where they maybe they weren't sure when they started, but here we go a year or two later and they're, they're like a rock star or they did something really cool in their community or anything you can think of. But yeah, I just love highlights. Um, I love <laughs> this is an honor to share these stories. I can't believe I get to do it. Um, I mean, I don't mean that. I mean, I'm just so happy today. Thank you. Uh, so I'll say this, and I know I'm biased. Um, we have tremendous partners, franchise partners. These people are uh, smart. They're entrepreneurial. Uh, literally less than 1% of them have had any experience in electrical or construction. Okay. So we train them on how to do everything. Okay. Do not be alarmed if you don't have any, any experience. Some of our partners are uh, they in their past world that we have accountants, we have doctors, we have attorneys, we have uh, C-level executives, we have, uh, and then I would say every one of them, though, has had something similar and they've built, they had a background of building people, building a team, investing in people. Um because this is what this is all about. I mean, the franchise industry in and of itself, and then obviously our business, it's about a team. It's about, you know, investing in people, giving them the opportunity to do something great. And then we want to see people that have a heart for their city because we make such a great impact. You know, I mean, look, I can tell you so many stories, but here's just a couple, okay? Because I want to, you know, instead of talking in a hyperbole, uh, Okay, we have a gentleman by the name of Austin Partita in Oklahoma, okay? Mm-hmm. Last year in one of his um, his stores, and I can say this because it's in our item 19, they did $24 million in revenue last year, okay? Wow. A one franchise E, okay? $24 million in revenue. But that's not the best story about Austin. Austin is very much cut from the same cloth as a lot of our folks here. Uh, he's continuously growing his business. He's acquiring other folks that desire to get out of the business. He has a growth mindset that is almost unlike any other that I've ever been around. Um, but this guy, what makes him special is he, he'll he go on um, Facebook Live and other things and share stories about his employees, share stories about projects they're working on, interview his customers. And that's the type of heart that we have uh you know i mean from robert DeShazo in texas his two sons and his wife they own three stores and they all operate a store it's just beautiful rob the things that we get to do and we make real impacts in our our community uh in terms of with first responders i'll say that and i'll i I was i was going to ask you like one of the things i was going to ask and this maybe dovetails into what you're saying but all the disasters we have right from time to time throughout the years right hurricanes we routinely right at a certain time of year 
that happens. So clearly generators are critical, right? So, you know, I, I just was going to ask what happens when you have that type of stuff. So there's the stuff we don't know about that we have to react to. That's one thing. And then the other thing is like a hurricane in the forecast. What does that do to business? Like, how do you manage that? I got to believe there's spikes, but how do you, and it's opportunity too. Tell me yeah. more about how you deal. And then you're saving people. You're helping people, right? Probably you're going out of your way, doing what you got to do, right? Because so anyway, tell me a little bit about that in those contexts. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, anytime there's any, I mean, it could be a hurricane and we'll use that as an example, but it could be anything, a tornado, the um, the brownout, blackout, whatever the case may be, right? But anytime you have any type of event where the power goes out for over an hour, okay? Trust me, the phones are going to be ringing off the hook. Just trust <laughs> Okay. Now, when we have a a big situation like a tornado runs through a a city or whatever the case, or a hurricane is coming, listen, brother, we get to, and and I say this with pride, but I don't even do anything with it because I don't know how to operate uh, or fix a generator, to be clear. But we send crews out from our corporate office and mobilize them to go help our partners. And they come back so energized, so inspired. Because they're doing the exact same thing they do, but they go get they get to help one of our partners in a different state or a different city. And yeah. our people take great pride in that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? Like we get to Oh, we, totally. Yeah. It's we get to make you take power for granted. It's it's like air. It's like, you know, and when people lose power, you're you're whatever the context is probably a lot of stress. There's probably whatever's going on but your team gets a chance to actually not only help the local franchisee but help the the clients and in a way that's different it's not it's it's when they really need you and it's yeah. just we're going to help you help first client help the client first business second in those in those regards is what i've seen with a lot of brands no doubt yeah. no doubt yeah that's what our i love clients about are our clients are our most important uh, and we take that very serious. Um, yeah. You know, we we're we're not in this. We're in this for the long, long, long game. Okay. Yeah, I love the acronym. <laughs> so, so that's amazing stuff. Tell me before we wrap things up. Uh, first of all, it's thank you for taking the time. I think we've been we've been talking. It feels like a, a two minutes, and it's been like forty minutes. Mm-hmm. I could sit here and just shoot the breeze with you all day. <laughs> um, but but if we. Uh, before we leave the audience, I wanted to uh, first ask you if you were going to give someone advice. Um, and let's let's focus on those that might be thinking about starting a business since we kind of talked about it. Okay. Um, just generic. Obviously, you have your brand. And I think you're very passionate about your brand and you have a lot of experience. So what would your advice be to those looking for a franchise? What are they looking for? What about themselves should they look at? Is there something just something simple but profound that you have found that, that could be very helpful for them? Well, I can them? assure you, Rob, this will be simple. I'm not sure that it's profound, but I wish everyone that can hear the sound of my voice would listen to this advice, okay? If you are going to open a business and use the incredible industry that is called franchising, okay? The best advice I can give you is to follow the process that you bought into. Period. End of story. 
if you're not willing or you feel like you can do it another way that's better, and maybe you can, okay? And there, and I'm not talking about minor things that can help the whole system, because we certainly have great partners that have given us incredible ideas. But the fact is, you know, you're you're investing a lot of money to start a business. You're 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 I mean, it's a huge decision. And my best advice is whichever one, whichever business you decide to go into, obviously make sure you're passionate about it. You could see yourself doing it. But make a decision privately to yourself and to your family that you're going to follow the system because yeah. franchising, it's all about process and systems. It really is. And and the thing about it is, and that's why I always say that whenever I'm talking to anyone in a, in a network, it's value because it's like, you couldn't find that much expertise in that. Like you guys know generators better than anyone. You know a business model better than anyone. Like in that domain, you know. I'm sorry. There's not. And then there's how how many how many locations you're in over 100. You said, but how many do you have in total? Yeah, we have got about 104 now. 104 business owners, approximately, um, that you can call on, right? That are they're experts at this. Um, you just don't find that kind of expertise. But it, the whole point is. Less of you, more of that. Let let them guide you. Let that follow the pr- process, follow the system. There'll be time when you can innovate and share. And that is what lifts, you know, rising ties will lift all the boats. Okay. But that you're right. I agree with that. And I love franchising for that reason. Because, man, I'll tell you, it's hard otherwise. It's that no to prove it. No doubt. <laughs> you don't have to do this alone, you know. <laughs> and by the way, I know, yes, you are correct, Rob. I'm very passionate about our brand. But I'm also passionate about this industry. And there are so many great models out there, business models, that um, you know, I get fired up when anyone comes into the franchising family because it really is a family and we control so much of, of industries, not a industry, but industries. And it's just uh it's just an honor to be a part of something that can shape the world and, and we're yeah. we be a part of that. So no, totally. Yeah. No, I'm a small business advocate and more so a franchise. Right. But it's all connected. Um, it drives the economy. I think I read somewhere at 1.70% uh, is small business, you know, so it's a huge driver. Um, and it's, it's mom and pop. It's, it's America, right? It's the American America. dream. Yeah. So anyway, us, us, us guys about our age, we, we really love our country, man. Yes. Um, we love the ideas. So I think franchising embodies that. So uh, why don't you share how folks can find you guys, uh, both if they need some help as a, as a customer or if they're interested in potentially learning more. And I'd recommend highly that they reach out. So where can they do that? How can they reach out to you guys? Yeah. So if you're interested in our brand, uh, please visit our website. It's generatorfranchise.com. That's generatorfranchise.com. Uh, you'll get ample information there. You can fill out a little form and then we'll our team will connect, uh, call you and connect and walk you through our process. Uh, if you're interested in anything or just want to talk about the franchising industry, it could be about another brand. Listen, please email me. I'm happy to give you a third party. I am for you. I am for all the brands. I want you to be happy. This my, my Our business is not for everyone, but there is a business that you can find. And look, I just love talking about franchising. So you can email me. Email me at glenn 
with two ends at generatorsupercenter.com. You're to put me to the task. Ask me a question about anything about franchising. Yeah. And see if I, I, I yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. I, I just want to congratulate you. You did not disappoint me. There there are I always know when someone's gonna do what you did. And I I most of my guests will do that. Well, those scenarios, hey, you can reach out to me. I'll I'll help you. I think that's mind blowing. Like that doesn't exist. Like, you know, you're you're an executive. 20 years experience to get to people that know what you know, just to help you out doesn't exist. Like it, it fits our model. Like in other words, it's not you, you can do that. You can do that. And it helps the whole industry and it helps your brand. And that's why you do it. But that's the beauty of franchising, right? That's why we love it because there is so much help. So I would, I would tell the audience, please check it out, take them up on that. Cause you'll, and I tell them that every time that our guests do that. So thank you, Glenn, for being so generous and to do that. Um, so yeah, rewind and, and get that email and shoot them an email. But uh, but that's great stuff. That's what you got to do if you're going to make the right decision. So thanks again for sharing your insights, um, and your incredible journey with the brand. And sounds like it's really just getting started, to be honest. I think there's so much going on. Uh, it's going to be real exciting in the coming years. And to our listeners, thank you very much for tuning in. And uh, we're going to have more guests in the future and more from Generator Supercenter for sure. I'd love to maybe meet some of the franchisees and tell more stories. So we'll, uh, we'll see where that goes. But again, thank you for tuning in today and bye for now.